This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric Branson, and with me, as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Stiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Good. Good. Welcome back, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's, it was a, it was survival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. The survival in here right now too. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. Well, as as I I had texted this to you guys while I was still out there, but my um. My friend and colleague John Warnock, that I, I've been doing this field work with for 11 years now, summed it up at the end of the trip. Like, we need to have a board made that we hang up in camp the first night we're there, with the four horsemen of the apocalypse on it. Yeah. And if you <laughs> if you hit death, obviously the field season's over, and you never want that to happen ever ever. But if you hit the other three, yeah, call it, <laughs> leave. Yep. Because you time. assume the fourth one's coming at that point. At time. that point, yeah. Now you're playing with fire. But yeah, so war, famine, pestilence. Yeah, we had it all. It sounds like you guys had, yeah. had it's like the, the worst bingo Ran the gamut time. there, so. Yeah, we had COVID go through. We had to remove a student for Ooh, inappropriate pestilence. behavior. Uh, yeah, we categorize that one as war because yeah, it's a personal conflict. Yep, yeah. 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 Same as somebody uh, was fighting, yep. And while we didn't run out of food, water was constantly an issue this year. So I'm I'm linking that under famine. Famine, oh, yeah, life. Sure. You you are losing. You don't have enough life sustaining materials. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but we got everything done that we needed to get done for the most part. And I just think next year we're already talking about trying to split it up into two weeks, but separated. So like a week here, and then come home for a month, and then go back out for another week, because being gone these long stretches is getting really hard at home and it's hard on me out there too and you know right. some of the other crew it's a long time and you know it's it was so, so much easier when i was 20 you know right. to be right. like i'm gonna be in the like, field for a month and it's just getting a little little harder me yeah me, well me. you got other reasons to be you know not in the field like a family and exactly you know, other yeah. concerns so yeah yeah now, when you're 20 years old yeah. it's like whatever camping trip you know yeah. yeah, camping trip, and I get to dig up dinosaurs. Sweet, yeah. Right. This is Meanwhile, now it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to mean- teach when I'm out there? Ah, oh, shit. Meanwhile, but, here no, in the podcast, Eric and I just go unchecked with our yeah. constant yeah. talking, uh, both on and that's, off the podcast. That's what I kind of expect. <laughs> Yeah. We, we, we made note of it. <laughs> we, we made note of it, made a comment, both of us, multiple times, every time, and then just carried on. Yeah, we got no problem. Well, we also, and I, I was really, I was impressed that we um, we continued the trend this evening prior to pushing record. We were joking around that we could easily start our own Star Wars podcast by just recording our, our uh, yep. conversations yeah. prior to <laughs> because both all three times we recorded while you were gone, I think because Obi the Obi Wan Kenobi show has been on. We just we got into it talking Star Wars and you know it'd be like an hour later and be like we might as well just have another podcast we we're making <laughs> we already it already did it. here yeah, <laughs> Jesus. might so, as well it's not hard it's always the same conversation though it's like God 
there's a fan base that ever hates itself. Yeah. But yeah. the prequels aren't as bad as I remember. <laughs> that seems to be the yeah. themes. It, it seems to be our trend in conversation, yeah. But Yeah. And we're old. I we mean, can have the same conversation. But we did change again. it up. That's right. We did talk about what what vehicles that we would want to own. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of dangerous so, fast moving things, which I think is quite thematic. So, Though I think, you know, there's also kids, though, that are, you know, really attracted to motorcycles or race cars and stuff like that, too. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I think it's just part of youth is, you oh, know, yeah. at the same time, is just looking at... I'm irresponsible, you know. and I want something that makes me go very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. wonder, like, what's Some the, people don't grow out of that. That's, that's a memory <laughs> I've never really, like, dug into, even into myself. It's like, what's my first memory of, like... Oh, going fast is really fun. Is it a carnival ride? Is it being on the back of a moped? You know, is it being on a bike? You know. Yeah, bicycles an early you know, one for me, but I yeah. think bicycles are probably it. You know, like, but there is that. That's like a shared, a or, shared thing among people. Like, yeah, this like people like to go fast, and that's what makes things like pod racers and speeder bikes. You or know. a or a lubed up slip and slide going downhill. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No friction until you hit that grass. Am I right? No, <laughs> because uh, we didn't have a slip and slide. My dad was like, why, why buy a slip and slide? I've got a big blue tarp right here. And yeah. so that's a <laughs> look on your face, so many right? People like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was the only one, but it was one like, one of yeah, these things just is not like on... the other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one I, of so these when people things win... causes a rash. So when when I would be at a friend's house and they had a slip and slide, I was like, nah, I've been on one of those or a version of it. It sucked. <laughs> so I was never big on. Plus the running and then jumping hard onto the ground always. Oh hurt my god! Like, like I watched my kids do it because we got a slip and slide last year. We were gifted one and like it, they come now like the, the sets come with these like little blow up raft things you're supposed to slide yeah. on. But of course, kids dispense with that pretty quickly and just start you know throwing themselves down the slip and slide. And, and like I just watch him do it, and like every time it's like, Ugh. <laughs> and of mm-hmm. course they're totally fine because they bend and bounce and you know every way manageable. But it's a, full, yeah. full yeah. confession. I, I did it myself. Once, I've never You've once never been, been on a slip and, slip, slip and slide. Always wanted to, uh, but I also grew up in a forest that had the... sand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sand. I had no yep. grass. It was sand, and the grass that we had was that field grass that was just like. Mm. hard like cut you open yeah yeah it's just like just metal not metal sorry just like wooden sticks i'm like but this is grass <laughs> yeah no it was never yeah that wouldn't there. be pleasant i don't know i've i've i think i got one for our kids a couple years ago and it has all these crazy tubes that keep spraying water onto it which is like oh yeah that's a good idea because before that yeah. it it kind of sucked um you know it was like you'd hit that dry part and just stop and it would hurt like hell um <laughs> Had had and, then, I, I well, and your reward at the end, there, slide, so. yeah. Your reward at the end is like this small basin of water. Yeah, <laughs> and it's where like, you get to make it, a little splash. Like. Yeah, where you make a little splash. You really just hit it head first, you know, <laughs> and smash. And if you really do it. a good job, you're going fast enough that you actually kind of skid over that water and fly out of the water to the other, yeah, past yeah. the other side. So, <laughs> so I'm glad that's that winning the, the little slide there. I think the little inflatable raft thing. I could see that being fun again, but yeah, the. Uh, the, the blue tarp 
that that kept me away from him for a long time. <laughs> I am, yeah, I imagine. I remember some people like I remember us going as far as like people just laying out trash bags, uh, ripping oh, yeah. open trash bags and wetting them down, and like oh, a slip and slide. It's like no, that is not the same thing. Like <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I guess if you use like plastic sheeting, like painters drop cloth plastic sheeting, that would be okay because that's at least smooth. Yeah. You know, it's a big sheet of vinyl, um, like a slip and slide. But yeah, don't use don't use blue woven tarps. They yeah. hurt like hell, and yes, they leave a rash. And I, I think somehow we ru- we ruined a beautifully organic uh transition that you were back oh, yeah. there with speed and it became a conversation about slip and slide so maybe we could i mean i was trying to find however a way to I, they're, they're <laughs> one of the most fun things to do on a slip and slide was wait until somebody was standing at the end and not paying attention and then you and then slide you down really hard and knock their ass off down yeah, yeah. which brings like us to the movie in the movie that <laughs> we watched tonight Yes, it's a <laughs> Death Race 2000. The year 2000. America is a vast speedway. People line the streets to witness the greatest drivers on Earth in a race from sea to shining sea. This is a death race. You finish first, or not at all. Death Race 2000. Every car a deadly weapon. Every spectator a potential point. cross-country road wreck, and the traffic is murder. Who are you, anyway? Best driver on Earth. I don't want you to die. He was built by the world's finest surgeons to drive the fastest car ever designed, and nothing can stop him now. Death Race 2000, rated R. Uh, 1975's Death Race 2000, um, which is kind of an interesting one that we have. Well, first of all, it's episode number 200 and gosh, what is it now? 207. And uh, we haven't covered this one yet, which is surprising all by itself. But I also think it's surprising that both none of us have ever actually watched this film before, which this yeah. one has uh, oh, I have. got quite the reputation. So, Oh, have you? Yeah, I did. I didn't mention oh. that. No one asked me, but yeah, I actually did see this oh, once before. I thought we talked about it last week. But I didn't oh, remember okay. it. I saw the okay. last, I saw like a few bits of it and the last part of it. It wasn't the thing I fully saw. It was like one of those things, again, like a Jigsaw movie, where you, you just catch a part of it on TV. But I was aware of certain yeah. points. So technically, okay. yes, I've seen it. Technically, no, I've never seen it in its entirety. Uh, gotcha. Until watching it and go like, oh, I didn't need to. Spoilers. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I. This is one I had heard of. Um, I. I knew about the remake and the numerous sequels to the remake. Um, I saw the remake so many fucking times. Yeah. I think with the remake, I. I never have seen it, but I think I was somewhat interested in it when I saw the trailers, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's based on an old Roger Corbin movie." And then never saw that either, because I was like, "Oh, I should see that one first and I never did. Um, yeah. And so then I just kind of forgot about it until you guys mentioned it. So I got back a little early, like, "Yeah, I could jump back in." And this is what you I was like, "Oh into. shit, yeah, something yeah. I've been meaning to see." Anyway, jump in, so cool. loser. Yeah. <laughs> We're going for a so, ride. Uh, <laughs> if anyone's not familiar with Death Race 2000, and get you a quick synopsis. In the year 2000, America is a totalitarian regime on the brink of collapse. 
The most popular sport in this dystopia is the transcontinental road race where teams earn points for logging the fastest time and for mowing over the most innocent pedestrians in the process. This year's competitors include Frankenstein, who is rumored to be more machine than man, and the toughest nails machine gun Joe Viterbo. Uh, some have some have a plan to stop the race, and that's where they stop the synopsis, which doesn't really make sense. But the resistance won again. So, so like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> some have a plan to stop the race, and also this description of the film. And that's stop, it. So, yeah. That is essentially yeah, it. Start. It is essentially yeah. It. It's I mean, a pretty much a what we, you see is what you get movie. We could have renamed it, you know, like Death Race 2017, and it wouldn't have been that far fetched. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. The president loves all Americans. Again, yeah. we're we're, <laughs> we're bringing president. that we're bringing that up when we talk about the sequels uh, and remakes. Uh huh. Um, and Death Race was directed by Paul Bartel, written by Robert Tom, Charles B. Griffith, uh, of course produced by the uh, legendary Roger Corman, and this is probably one of his more famous cult classics, at least of his like uh, New World Pictures era, because this is a early, I think one of the, the first successful New World films, or with mass distribution, so... Um, starring David Carradine, Sylvester Stallone in a pre-Rocky role, like, uh, yeah, before hey, he was Rocky. a big name star. So, yeah. um, also shot by uh, cinematographer uh, Tak Fujimoto, who I believe, and I'm not looking this up, but uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, but believes to goes on to work extensively with uh, Oliver Stone, shot most of Oliver Stone's movies. So, a, a hmm. cinematographer that also went on to have a kind of a long and lucrative career, I'm sure, since he worked with. Oliver Stone. He's worked with other people as well, but that's what I I know for sure. So, but anyway, yeah. So a lot a lot of uh, people that would go on to be big somebodies coming out of this movie. Out of this movie. So, also, um, I read that it's based on. Um, I can't tell if it's a book or a short story. The Racer short story. Short story, yeah. short story short by story. Ib. Yeah. Uh, pronounce the name here. Melchior. Melchior. Um, yeah. Which I haven't read, but. I'm really curious to see how that is. Like, I, I kind of want to see that out and see what the original original concept of this was. Yeah, it's got it's got a cool concept. It's a light concept. Like, it you could tell it might be you know it's a feature film based on a short story, but it, it is a cool kind like, of dystopian. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. wacky racers if they decided to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you got themed re- like wrestler like racers. And they're just crazy mm-hmm. cars. Like, yeah. what, uh, Machine Gun Joe straight up has a giant fucking, like, Bowie knife? No. Yeah. Like, yeah, comically nice large, the car. just sticking out the front of it. And then, like, the two headlights are machine guns that, weirdly enough, he never uses. Yeah, Like, he I never think... uses those on the car, just primarily the knife. In his, well, like, intro, he, like, fires a machine gun. But I think that's the only for... time he really but machine yeah. Yeah. guns anything at all, so... Oh, the, the intro to all of these. Like, you get Calamity Jane. She's like a cowgirl, and she's got a cow-shaped car. Yeah. Um, the yeah. neo-Nazi Matilda the Hun. From, by yeah. the way, from Milwaukee. From Milwaukee. Yeah. And I can say she's from, from the, Wisconsin, so. Yeah. Like, as the person who lives in Milwaukee, I will say, like, we do have a heavily seg- segregated fucking city. It's not, the, it's not cool. Uh, but neo-Nazis is not a thing that really sticks out to me here. Oh, not far. I mean, how far are you from Skokie? But that's what I mean. Like, you get a little... 
I will say it was just weird. And also her co her co uh, or her navigator, uh, Herman the German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Nero the Hero, the Roman gladiator theme yeah. driver. Yeah, it really is like wacky racers. It is. It's yeah. exactly that. Yeah. It's just like you know what this needs more boobs and bu- boobs, blood and guts. Boobs and butts and, and blood and, and Yogi guts. Bear and Yogi Bear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> and McGill uh, was it McGill Gorilla? Was yeah, yeah. You, like the whole Hanna Barbera like yeah lineup. Yeah, lineup pretty much showed up in that at some point I think, but yeah, shit, yogi, that's I a crossover that you did dastardly. Like, yeah, that that has to be a crossover. I you know Josie <laughs> and the Pussycats runs over like a bunch of kids and then gets out. They start jamming, <laughs> you know. <laughs> If that hasn't Quick, already been Go parodied for the baby. somewhere, I would be shocked. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I almost just don't want to look basket. because it, it's such low-hanging fruit. But yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but so, that yeah, kind of uh, does go into like the fact that there's a point system for running people over. Yeah, which yeah. you know, I I remember that being a joke. Oh yeah, that was a joke. It, probably an off-color joke, and probably doesn't age well at this point. But yeah. I can remember, like, you know, in the car, like making jokes about running people over the points. Points it was worth if you hit a certain type of person. Yeah, and I mean, I don't remember, remember there being a set of rules. Real, but, yeah, but I remember somebody being like, "Up oh, two part. points" or something mm-hmm. like that, and you know, like they'd hit a rabbit or something. They'd be like, "Up oh, two points," and. I, I think at one point I had heard that that was inspired by Death Race, but it, not it like in a controversial probably way. Probably was which, in yeah. some way. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, mean, I mean, let's talk about like, er, like around this time for like American sense of humor amongst young, like teenagers and young mm-hmm. adults. It's just like this kind of morbid humor is. It's tough to tell the chicken and the egg scenario because like you could believe it either way. It's like no, right. I can yeah. I can imagine people who in their teens in the seventies being sadistic before seeing this movie. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there, it's a very <laughs> dark. Seeing them sense as adults. This is a very dark comedy, so, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in in many aspects, it's like a dark comedy, but it's very dark. Um, yeah, I suppose it was supposed to be top, much, yeah. much more of a comedy, and uh, Roger Corman did not think that the comic stuff worked as well and trimmed a lot of it out prior to release especially because he wanted to keep the tone more in line with uh the movie rollerball was what they what was the inspiration to even make the death race movie in the first place he wanted to have a dystopian futuristic sports movie to kind of throw in competition with uh, the big budget you know studio movie that rollerball was which ended up kind of being a flop all all on its own so I've, yeah that's another one i've heard of but never seen it's yeah, okay never, the, yeah, the dude like the dude would have his day when he grabbed good old David Carradine and said, "Hey, how about Cannonball instead? Let's do Cannonball." Yeah. yeah. God. So he originally had Peter Fonda in mind for the Frankenstein character, yeah. and Peter Fonda read the script and went, "Nope." nope. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but David, David yeah. was like, "Yes, I hate people yeah. thinking I'm just from Kung Fu." And I, I think that um, having. I'm trying to think how many things I've seen David Carradine in outside of Kung Fu and Kill Bill. Like those are like the things I, you know, have seen them him in. Um, this is certainly a interesting and quite good performance for the kind of movie that it is. Like he's 
pretty good in this movie. Like, yeah, it's appropriate I like it a ham, lot. I would like, say. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. He gets what he's doing for sure, but I think he creates an interesting character here, and that's you know uh, not always the case in in a movie like this that you get any kind of interesting characters because he's got a. You're never exactly sure where Frankenstein stands on everything, and it's kind of the crux of the movie. It depends on you trying to figure him out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't say it's the most complex thing, but nothing in this movie no, actually no. is. So no, it's like it's it. This it is not a just deep, well. philosophical yeah. film in any way. But yeah, right. it, I will say works. Frankenstein's design <laughs> and Car- David Carradine's in it. Um, I can't, and I have the photo right behind me on our on our, on our Skype call for those who you know. <laughs> uh, I can't get the fa- this whole image. He he looks like what would happen. If like your second big toe, the skinny one, just had like a leather fetish, that's what it looks yeah. like to me. He just looks like a toe in leather, um, like the skinny toe. Yeah. And the and the teeth are not helped in this movie. No, the teeth either. are teeth are weird. Like, like I would have <laughs> never noticed this if uh, <laughs> I think I, I mentioned didn't this have it up before constantly. started recording. Well, yeah, if you didn't have it up constantly, but also because of the, something about the costume accentuates his teeth, and it's like, man, it's like he's got some creepy teeth. Like, I don't think he's like, got gums. It just looks yeah, like there's no teeth, like, toenails. It just looks like, like they're just yeah, like yellow and long. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, oh. anyway. now I like when, when once I like again, when he takes will, off. Go ahead, Jack. Now is when once again I will rec- recommend everybody watch Mad God <laughs> because <laughs> he looks like a character, like a, a creature <laughs> <Yeah>. from it. <laughs> I think what what got me that that floored me the most is like he reveals like I I've, early on in the movie I thought this was much later but he reveals it right away that this disfigured secret face whatever because there's this the legend is he's been through so many accidents they've replaced so many parts of his body hence the Frankenstein yeah. name turns out that there's actually a whole line of these motherfuckers like made by the government and every time one dies they just fucking throw in another one. Yeah. Um, like like the movie industry. Anyways, so but when he reveals the, he takes takes off the mask, and there's like a fake, like burnt eye and shit. But that's it. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, the teeth are still there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The teeth are real. That's <laughs> yours. You've had so much tobacco. That's what that tells me. There's a lot of receding going on. I sh- I'm not yeah. trying to shame, but it's definitely one of those like, what didn't age well. Uh, no, in it, the it, 70s. It, it's partly a costuming care, choice because I think the costume really brings it out. Like when he does. doesn't have it on, like he doesn't have the face mask or whatever. Like it's not quite as disturbing, but yeah, it's yeah, it's like the Quentin yeah. Tiro. It's like when the Quentin Tarantino gimp from Pulp Fiction, yeah, had a need, <laughs> a need to mow down people. I don't know how the rest yeah. of it goes. Yeah. One thing that I thought was kind of interesting about this was they they keep cutting in like the whole movie is I should say half the movie is told from like news reports. It's an interesting yeah. way of telling the story. You've got the conversations of the drivers with their navigators and then sometimes you cut into like what's going on with this resistance group. And but most of it is either like conversations of the drivers or these news news broadcasts. And just the the little added thing about everybody close personal friend of mine, everybody yeah. is a close personal friend or a good. Oh, friend. that joke! And yeah, it was. It's yeah. weird. Like that's this a bit of world building, I think. Um, but I don't want to read it's, too much into it. 
yeah, it, it's got a little bit of a mocky. Well, it almost starts off like a little bit of a mockumentary style. It breaks that obviously and goes yeah. into like characters and you know between the two of them. But it never. I don't feel like it ever fully leaves that behind. Like it always kind of jumps back to it. And even the scenes between the um, the navigators and the drivers uh, could be seen to be kind of fit into that mockumentary style. The places it really breaks it is when you get into like more private moments, like uh, yeah. between. Um, what's her name Annie the navigator or the, the the girl that's posing as a navigator for Frankenstein but is actually part of the resistance um yeah. they they have private moments obviously of, of, like building a relationship and there's like a sexual sexual um, yeah. relationship between the two of them that stuff's obviously kind of breaks out well, of that, that style but that that whole thing is kind of implied i'm guessing with all of them because they're all yeah, yeah, like I think so. men um, either a man or a woman and they interchange with the drivers, yeah. Yeah. but it's still like for, opposite for, sex. For being a movie that's very exploitationy and you know has lots of, uh, as as Ryan likes to say, boobs and butts and blood and guts, uh, it actually is fairly even keeled with where it puts the power in everything. I mean, the, the resistance right. leader is an older woman. Uh, so the drivers are about fifty fifty. You know, um, who has? But the... I do like how it's just like every time they go to a pit stop. It's like it's just a shared bed. Yeah. Like whether or not you even like one another, it's just you get to sleep by one another and probably sleep with each other. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's kind yeah. of implied that these are all relationships to some weird way. Yeah, or if not relationships, that there's definitely they're there to provide that as a, as an additional service in some way. Uh, but but again both way it goes both ways for sure it's uh because some obviously the the female drivers are still very much in charge of their right their oh, car yeah. their pit yeah. team their you know their thing they're not really treated um differently which you know for for a 1970s obviously exploitation film is is commendable in some ways yeah, yeah. And, like they're uh, all getting massages but frankenstein for obvious reasons but they're all getting massages naked all of them yeah man yeah. and women fused to get like used together yeah. <laughs> turned to society real quick society yeah. <laughs> the nudity is pretty even keeled even in this yeah. movie so yeah so. but so, yeah i noticed interview, there's a couple of so like a couple of blockings and, and like shots and stuff that i noticed they're really trying to force the boobs but i'm sure because of ratings and stuff you can't show nude below the waist yeah, but just the way some of the people are positioning themselves, it's like that can't be comfortable. This is clearly because <laughs> fine. I'm not saying yeah, show it. I'm just like that's an odd choice for a position. When you just yeah. start, when you're paying less attention to the boobs and more so, like oh, how uncomfortable of a position that person must yeah. be in right now. I think that's a good sign of development in society. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I'm just or like that, that you know you're that. almost forty, so. Stop yeah, exploiting like, that. Just, yeah. She's gonna throw her back out. Yeah, oh, that's gotta man. be uncomfortable, I, man. She's I, gonna I, have some sore muscles later. I like, that's bet a... the budget went up because they had to bring in a masseuse. You know. that's, that's the reason that these masseuses are here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's why they have those scenes. This is the age. Just like, well, we might as well use this. Yeah. Anyway, good segue from this. <laughs> yeah. So if. If uh, anyone hasn't seen this movie, obviously, uh, go check it out because we're ruining everything. But um, 
two lanes. Lots of high-speed uh, car action um, as these racers kind of make their way across, you know, the United States. Uh, Which all racing with two looks like California and like the southern yeah. Midwest. Yeah. Yes, pretty much everything looks like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably not a whole lot of location shooting outside no. of, say, of California, but it's a lot yeah. of dry hills it, out there. It sells it pretty well. Um, it. I actually think that the pacing of this movie and the humor of this movie and everything keep and the, the just keep it going along at such a nice tick. It's actually really, really entertaining and watchable throughout the movie, even when it's you know at its at its weker points. You, like we said earlier on, you don't want to start breaking the the plot points down here necessarily because there's not really much to be had. But if you can, uh, we could do it yeah. so easily. <laughs> yeah, if you enjoy just a kind of. A, dumb race movie this definitely has a lot of i was surprised being at the budget that they made this thing on that it had as much actual car racing and smashing and um you know high speed shenanigans that it had um i don't know what you guys think of some of the like more action elemented stuff in it i actually thought uh it worked pretty well especially at the price point but I think it definitely added to that wacky racers level of cartoon <laughs> violence when you literally mm-hmm. have a well, it's a Nazi, so it's, no one feels any guilt. Literally get tricked like into driving a fake wall that leads to off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, good. And they did show <laughs> early on when they introduce um, Matilda and you know her whole thing and the sig hiling and all that. You do have fans in the stands waving swastika flags and then people just start beating the shit out of them (laughs) i like yeah i like that that even in that even in a obviously um kind of dystopian uh neo-fascist society that nazis were still frowned upon (laughs) like in a way well it's weird right because it's like they this is like a weird dystopian tyrannical american government and then there's like but the Nazis haven't been wiped out entirely. They can still participate in the race. And in fact, they're one of our pe- best racers. <laughs> Most and popular like, racers. Yeah. The like idea I is said, like, Death Race 2017. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. That's 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 where the joke was going to lead. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, yep. it's fine. Like, yep. That was it. That was the, that's the implication. Like, huh, a dystopia where Nazis were still okay. I can't imagine that. Protected? Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that was. From that was. Um, yeah. And just, Don't yeah, that's, know why I, that's the thing. I, I kind of wish I saw this movie like 10 years ago. Because I think it wouldn't have been like. I think it did take a little bit of the enjoyment out of it for me, being like, oh, this isn't that as far out as it probably was a few years ago yeah you know it gets sadder when you watch the dystopian fucking films and you're just like no way this is gonna happen and then you get further out like <laughs> there's a there's like, a drought in california and it's like yeah. someone's fucking I mean, shit and you're like well fuck yeah, yeah that's that's always a little strange and this one definitely did that for me a little yeah. bit i think it did take away some of the enjoyment i i mean i i like the the action scenes are actually pretty fun everything's like very tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. you know yeah. like they they even set up like this horrific 
thing with, you know, like, oh, they're going to mow down a baby. Oh, but it's the resistance. It's actually a doll with dynamite. And they blow the fucker up. <laughs> like, I was like, all right, so this isn't glorifying this. Like, there, there's logical people saying this is nuts. You yeah. know, it's not like the purge where it's not until later on you find out, no, not everybody is on board with this. Um, you know, that's kind of something I, I thought was... Uh, was kind of a, a good thing about this one. But yeah, it hit a little close to home. Because unfortunately, you know, obviously there, I, I do want to just take a moment. Yeah, there are things people have been mowed down, you know, recently more than, more than yeah. it seemed used to happen. Um, and by and, Nazis. And I am not suggesting <laughs> that this movie inspired any of that in any way. I'm, no. You know, I don't, I'm not, I don't hold this movie responsible. At no. All. Um, this, if this if somebody did get inspiration from it, they're fucking nuts. But... Um, no, no I, I just think it, it, it was a little, um, that it, it's kind of like people that are watching, uh, you know, Handmaiden's Tale. It's like, oh yeah, this isn't so far off. It's a, <laughs> yeah. a well, little uncomfortable. The intention of it, like the story in general is again, one of those like, Hey, look with, it doesn't matter how advanced you think your society is. Once it reaches a sign of collapse is where you have these gladiator type deaths of other people for other people's entertainment. Yeah. And like, yep. There's there is a bizarre the 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 I think the saddest part is is like despite what these movies, because there's so many movies like this, and they do they there there's one released all the time. It's like you mentioned even the Purge, and mm-hmm. like before that was the remake of Death Death Race like with uh, Jason Statham and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's always these movies. These will always happen. It's always the same message. Yet somehow. The reality is not as exciting, but darker. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, the human nature part's still real. I mean, hence why these continue to be made. But it's just like, yep. Well, I think it's what we were talking about before. Like, you know, this was of a time when there's a lot of dark humor. And I think, you know, we've talked a lot about how you know, society changes, comedy changes, you know, what, what is socially acceptable changes. And uh, again, I don't, I'm not trying to get too deep on death race 2000 or anything like that, you know, (laughs) but it's, it's a good example of that. This, this was a way of letting off steam, you know, not mowing people over, but making a film like this, these type of exploitation movies, Um, you know, the ultra violent and all that you don't really see it as much anymore. You know, like you don't see films like this made in the last 10 years. I don't feel, um, I mean the purge stuff, but, but look at how those have changed during that time. They've really changed to being a focus on this is not good. Um, you know, where they really started even using like current events more. Like you're here to watch the mayhem, but there's a moral Uh lesson here. It's just like, yeah, yeah, but we're also going to show you the emotionally devastating aspects of right. it. But The Purge were never comedies. This no. one definitely has comedic elements to it. I was yeah. thinking especially, like, once you've established in this film, like, the, the point system, and, like, yeah. well, how many, how much, like, elderly people are worth if you run them over, and they've got Euthanasia Day, where they just line <laughs> love, old people I up love, in gurneys down the street. I love that gag. It, it, it sounds terrible, but, yeah. Yeah, but instead they over like they switch and they they mow down a bunch of nurses. 
Yep. He mows yeah, down he the nurses down the and doctors and that wheeled all the old people out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they even make a comment like, yeah, they've been putting all people out, like, out of, I don't know, like, out there for for years, and they finally kind of got theirs kind of thing. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, I see where you, what you did with that. Like, that's, uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. That was fun. <laughs> I mean, that's well, that's the only kind of dark humor you see now in, like, trauma films. Yeah. Or at least yeah. did. I haven't seen a new trauma film in a while, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, there is, like, that does kind of... When talking about, like, the newscasters and stuff, like we brought up before... Uh, and the the themes of seeing now is like um, dishonesty through media. Like so, why why these cars are being wiped out by the resistance uh, uh, attacks? There's like this one spokesperson who's like from the president, uh, say yeah. having them constantly word it as like things are fine. It was the French. Like, mm-hmm. they keep blaming yeah. the French for everything. Like, ah, oh, yeah, it was the French who caused our economic the French collapse. didn't just ruin our economy. They also blew up our racers. Yeah. And they also yeah. took out our telecommunications. Because, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, internet didn't fucking exist. They were like, oh, they took out our telephone lines. But it's just like they blame the Europeans. Because the Americans aren't just... America isn't just ruled. Like, they are also invaders in other countries, they kind of imply. Not imply, but fucking state. Like, they are in other yeah. countries. There's been a, a, an expansion. Um, and they're, like, the worst. Yeah, they mentioned that things. the Mr. President actually has a, I don't know, a palace or something in Japan. Is it Japan or something where he actually I can't lives remember, but yeah, from... something like somewhere yeah. in, in so obviously yeah, Asia. The country, America, has expanded in some way, and he's. Because they make a big deal out of at the end of the film that he's bringing the presidency back home, kind of thing. Yeah, he's just like we've been, yeah. we, we've been in other people's business for far too long. <laughs> yeah. Like, like oh, we've definitely learned our lesson there. Death Race two thousand. Yeah, yeah, I think you, that's that's the scariest thing about it. This movie made me realize that, or just it reaffirmed that. Wow. We've actually come where now Death Race 2000 isn't as far fetched as we once thought it would be. It's like it's like watching the whole Doomsday Clock thing applied strictly to dystopia through like dystopian fiction. And yeah. You're like you know measuring it by like oh how close are we to Death Race and it's like oh gosh we're like right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like I could see I could see this being a new show that people you know get into so. Yeah. God. Survivor. Yeah, I'll I'll admit though when the very first like season of Survivor was being advertised in what like ninety nine two thousand or something, I actually thought it was going to be like, can people survive? And now they've had shows like that, you know, where it's yeah. like they drop you off in Alaska and you see if you can survive. And obviously, Naked if you're sick, they get you out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like that. Like, oh, these these people are fucked. And then I found out it's like, oh, they vote. Oh, well, that's stupid. Yes. And then they went back and were like, let's make those things where people have to... Let's survive. actually make those, and I watch those now. <laughs> yeah, so there's so. another interesting comment of the evolution of those kind of things. <laughs> like, like yeah. oh, people want it more extreme. Let's go more extreme, so... I mean, so you Joe know nobody's, like... part of the problem. I am part of the problem. I mean, but nobody's, like... Like, it's not like you're gonna die. It's just like, okay, we're... You know, your 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 health isn't what it should be. We need to get you out of here. Or you can tap out. 
So yeah, but like yeah. Good shows. as long as we can, as, as long as far as we the lawyers will let us go. <laughs> Before there is, yeah, so as we still have your permission, we'll continue to torture you. But until once you say no, then it's like, yeah. But if you die, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be terrible. Unless the ratings are great, then we might. But I don't want to see people die, so I don't think I'd watch Death Race. But I'll watch that. Right. <laughs> Near death. That's good enough. Near death. Yeah. Well, you know, well, it 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 builds the suspense. I feel like there's a right wing <laughs> valued here somewhere <laughs> I'm, but the, I'm teetering the, on some edges <laughs> um what did you guys think overall of the um and we talked a little bit about action scenes but special effects uh wise um kind of look and design of of the cars and the gore special effects and also the way that they used um like in camera like high speed photography or uh, cranking up uh the sp- film speed oh, yeah. to, to kind of accentuate the the races any, any thoughts on kind of the the look of the film when it comes to special effects yeah i actually thought overall pretty good um i mean the the car designs were silly yeah you know and they i think they but were intended to way. be yeah they were like <laughs> monster trucks or like you know we're talking about wrestling and stuff yeah it was yeah. it was you know silly and over the top and pointless um as they should be as they totally should be yeah <laughs> In fact, um, there should have been more of it. Yeah, they could have they could have gone crazier, and that still would have been fine. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I felt it was a bit reserved for what they could do. Um, I I loved that that kind of first person you know high speed view that they did. It was yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I thought some of it got a little hokey, like the cars. Like at one point, I think it's Machine Gun when he's like going after the trout fisherman. No, <laughs> he's just and like he's driving just, over. He's like driving like in ways in that, the that car clearly and... is not gonna run there. Uh, and they they sped that up a little bit where I was expecting Benny Hill music. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a little much. But and, and yeah, there's a bit of gore, but it's it, it's not believable enough to be cringy or gross. Um, it's yeah, just it's, it's like crushed cantaloupes and red food coloring. <laughs> it's you know. <laughs> pretty pretty silly and it's amazing like somebody gets clipped and they die you know like some of it's oh yeah like most of the people they get like bounced a little bit off the car and they're like yeah dead and then there's a few where they're like no we're gonna you're gonna see the head pop but it's obviously like a melon so yeah that i i thought that was fun when you first asked the question the first thing that popped in my head was uh when they set that clearly that model airplane on a cliff edge and blew it up to make it look like a plane crash. And it was like, yeah, someone just mm-hmm. set a model there and blew it up. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, so yeah. it's, with those things, that's what popped in my head. But all the other stuff, too, it's like the weird gore that even I could handle. It's just like, right, right. huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like someone just yeah. stuffed a cantaloupe with like turkey and food yeah. coloring. <laughs> and like sliced turkey and food coloring. Um, but it did add to some of the, the, the humor. Again, it's like they've made deaths humorous funny right. enough um or like there's like the first death was like a construction worker and that's when they when that's when they start introducing the point system like they don't tell you right away until you're like holy shit yeah he just mowed down that fucking construction worker and then like later on and then it's like oh hey we got our first death i'm like ah death race okay uh, and they do the points and then later on they come back to it where they're interviewing the widow she's crying and upset but also happy because it's like hey you're gonna win this trip or some shit like yeah, kind of like, like a mediocre prize for, yeah. Yeah. yeah um 
And she's like, oh, yay, they're wonderful. And I'm like, that's real. <laughs> that's a very it's, accurate thing. It's you have painfully no idea. real. Like, it's like, oh, God, I could see this, like, yeah. kind of Mind playing you, out this way. Not from everyone in the world. Clearly, there's half of us who don't think that that's great. But there is half, undeniably, who does. <laughs> and that's yeah. the problem with this, right? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So about she episode. won that trip. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's there. There's people. That, I think the sad thing is, yes, there there are people that would love to tune into Death Race, and there's there a lot of people that love to do fucking Squid don't. Game too. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, but I think there's what's really sad is there's a lot of people that would just be indifferent about it, and that's yeah. fucked up too. Because realistically, this would be. You'd it's have like, that yeah, I'm not happy about it, but what can I do like, about it? I just I, I just don't, don't tune watch. in. I just stay off the streets, and whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever but, they want to do. They, yeah, it's not like they didn't know it was all. They didn't have to be out about. Yeah, so, be. if I'm not mistaken, in the point system, weren't elderly people worth the most? Yes. I yes. So. Over which seventy. Is, which is interesting. Like no, I, I wasn't it, sure how to they? interpret yeah. that. It's either infants or. Elderly over I think, seventy. I think infants were a little bit more. Uh, they were the more. one thing that was more than elderly people. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why you're totally sure that you know Frankenstein's going to mow down those elderly oh. people. Like that's like you're you know he's going to have all those points just sitting there, and it's one of those first moments where you did the you know you kind of start to question the motives of the character. Like oh maybe he's not this like evil you know bloodlust race car driver maybe there's a little something else going on because he chooses to run down the doctors and nurses that give these people up instead so it's uh yeah it's but interesting not much deeper uh but no. we find out what his motivation is much later yeah. on which is one of hands down i'm adding to like one of the greatest nonsensical uh, plots jokes. of all time yes with with a pun joke corny pun joke <laughs> yeah. uh and you find out he did have some kind of body because remember we find out that they're always replaced they're the it's a myth but he did yeah. actually have a part of his body surgically uh enhanced which is his right hand he removes his glove finally and reveals this fat ass so it's a silver hand and this fat ass silver grenade like on the palm of his hand which doesn't make any sense when he grips uh and he's just like she's like is that a grenade it's a hand grenade (laughs) like you could hear the drum like the snare oh yeah and it's like his whole goal is to win the race so he can shake the hands of the of mr president and then blow his ass up blow him up and it's like cool Frankenstein the whole time was also a, an attempt, or he was an assassination attempt the whole time. So, but again, he's like, this is his first. This is you find it like this is actually, and they don't really dwell on it. But this is his first race, because yeah. the last one died, and he's just like, yeah, there's a whole mm-hmm. ward of us. Uh, I'm like, okay, cool. But again, it's like begs the question: then why is your motivation to kill the president? It sounds like you probably had a fairly good. And how'd yeah. you get away with it yeah. if you're so heavily monitored? Ah, again, yeah, if you if you try to look into backstory. it, you won't enjoy anything. As he starts <laughs> to talk to Annie throughout the movie, you do get the idea that he is 
he he's very non-committal about it but that he is somewhat sympathizing with the resistance because he's first of all he, he doesn't you know reveal her when he finds out who she is he doesn't reveal you know that she's working with them he doesn't kill her or whatever himself he doesn't yeah so his sympathies are revealed um slowly throughout the movie so i don't know it makes it interesting to watch yeah he's not like a well flushed out character necessarily because you never really get a backstory on him but you know and that ends up then you end up with president frankenstein at the end so it's, which makes no fucking yeah. sense how their political system works but whatever yeah i mean <laughs> you try to try to kill the president and succeed you get to be president right isn't that how it works so <laughs> yeah. just mow his ass down when you're I'm naked have to in edit car. that phrase that i just said by the way out of the show so it doesn't flag anything so <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> those three words together might not be the in, best this idea. Okay. in this fictional universe fictional universe in the movie death race 2000 yeah i mean you don't need a you don't need a monster themed uh race car with a naked david carotene to wipe out your president you just need to have your president on a bike yeah (laughs) yeah well then he'll just eliminate himself so i mean as a person who has fallen off a bike plenty of times like it's a completely human thing (laughs) uh but i did want to make that joke because you know i gotta date these episodes (laughs) yeah 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 and it's um yeah, I mean, it's funny that this one was remade in, what, uh, 2007, 2008? came out in 2008. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in 2022, yeah, I don't see this being remade again. No, it was. was... Recently? Uh, there, was, there was actually a sequel to this movie. Yeah, so there's the yeah. remake, Death Race. Two there's sequels remake. to that remake. Uh, Death Race 2 and 3. And then in... 2017 which you keep bringing up but yeah in yeah, 2017, yeah death race 2050 was made by uh roger corman produced a, a official sequel to this movie it, oh, shit. it was so. filmed during the 2016 presidency and miss the president is there is played by michael mcdowell and he has a weird blonde comb over and he's mm-hmm. very eccentric um and the the creator was asked about that and he goes like there might have been some parallels so joe you kept bringing it up and i'm we kept waiting eric and i knew i yeah. think we both yeah knew. so there like, is wait, uh, wait. another wait. corman wow. produced death race film yeah. which he considers to be the official sequel to this movie although he does apparently and we were gonna we were talking about this a little bit ahead of, of the episode but apparently the remakes aren't hundred percent remakes or maybe they are but david carradine repraises his role as frankenstein in death race supposedly or has some as a voiceover, voiceover or something yeah, yeah. Hmm. um and i don't know 2000 i don't know what year david carradine died but anyway i don't know if he did it or they just used his voice but i think it was anyway. like after he he died after well after this that movie that voiceover yeah um, so does that technically make those movies somehow in <laughs> in universe with again this, or like you don't in, think about it like, yeah <laughs> because again none of these movies should fucking exist in the first place if he became mr president every and abolished this whole thing like none of them right. should make fucking sense but yeah right that's why i'm curious how they worked out you know death race death race 2050 i do wish that, that it works, was on Tubi. same with this movie yeah, and of course and, it's gone both of them are gone. I was going to say, we should try to watch the sequel at some point. We should try to yeah. see 20. Everything you yeah. want to watch on Tubi always ends up not being there. Well, but... I'm definitely going to keep my eyes open, though, for like the remake and the sequels, because I, I do see how this could 
be a franchise. Um, you know, yeah. I can see how that could work in in a way. I'm not saying they're necessarily going to be good movies, but yeah, I'm curious. Well, the, I'm curious now. <clears throat> the remake is different because the in the remake, uh, I'm going to say remake universe because everything's a universe nowadays. Nice. <laughs> um, in the remake universe, uh, the Death Racers are actually done with prisoners. Like, oh, on, okay, on, okay. A, on yeah. like a on a track. Um, so it's not this, like, transcontinental race, which apparently in the 70s, I guess, was a big thing, hence all the movies that were coming out. Like, people were really fucking... Yeah, people were actually doing these things, which is, like, fascinating piece of history I I knew nothing about. Um, but yeah, like, the idea of, like, like, that's what makes me curious about the, the, the sequel to this universe. Uh, like... I would like to see like this style of over the top, like themed cars, and weird transcontinental racing. Uh, and I think, from what I kind of briefly saw, like some people really liked this that that movie. Apparently, some people really enjoyed it. So, hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, it it was obviously successful enough to garner remakes and stuff like that. The, I think the concept, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the idea of just like human fodder. Yeah. Whereas with the, I mean, if you want to, sorry, was, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry, I, it just it was just very quickly the like I said the remake universe that takes place in prison and they're not killing people, they mm. are killing each other. So it played more like ah. a video game, where if you okay. run over certain things, you actually get power ups, like or you activated your weapons. Like, your okay. weapons were in your car, and you ran over, like, this weird manhole thing or whatever. I might be misremembering the movie. That's but very different. Yeah, I was referring more different, to the, the mowing fun, people actually. down for points things. Yeah. Um, that is something I'm, I'm surprised that... But if they're doing it as, like, a statement about, hey, you know, we're not far from this, uh, with that, the proper I, sequel, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, well, the remake, I think, was about the uh, exposure of like or the prisoners. exploitations of prisoners for yeah and for anything I think well that was there the was intent. there was the video game uh, manhunt that came out in the early 2000s mm-hmm. um which was i played it on xbox and it was a really fucked up game um but that dealt with like yeah exploitation of you know people dying and stuff uh, and i think they tried to make that into a movie but i think they changed the title or something like that i think it had some wrestler in it like stone cold steve austin or something <laughs> oh yeah they did there it was going to be a manhunt movie but it ended up mm-hmm. becoming something else but yeah but uh you know that same kind of thing like every now and then you you see these kind of that level of of dark kind of theme right of people watching your death and misery for entertainment the whole snuff film kind of thing which this really yeah. plays into mm-hmm. yeah. you know but no I, I so if the remakes are the need for human carnage yeah yeah if the remakes are not like mowing down innocent people but it's like pitting prisoners against each other yeah i see how that still falls under that same umbrella yeah. you know with exploitation and, and stuff so which of course is an exploitation film so it makes sense right but, and there was a comic book series too in the '90s. There was, like. yeah, uh, oh, on shit. Roger Corman's uh, comic book 
short-lived comic book company. Oh, um, cool. I yeah. didn't know he Roger had really one. Wanted, so. Roger really cares about this, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, they produced, uh, like, nine issues of a continuing storyline with many of the original characters, and apparently the series ended without ending, unfortunately. So. Yeah, they <laughs> ended on the 8th. And, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, but, yeah, as we were talking about this and, like, the remake sequel stuff and be, being successful movies, and... This movie was made. It, it lists the budget as being somewhere between three hundred thousand and five hundred and thirty thousand dollars. This movie did almost eight million in the box office. So oh wow! It's it actually you know turned out to be you know uh, love it or hate it an incredibly successful film, and I think is probably one of the I don't know when you. And I don't know if this is true for you guys, but like when you say like cult classic movies, or you think of Roger Corman, uh, you know, kind of like a. When the, when you hear that name, like movies that he's famous for, if you're aware who he is at all, like I feel like this is one of those ones that comes up like right away, like cult class American mm-hmm. cult classic movies, like Death Race 2000 is just one of those titles, and that's why it's always kind of been on my short list of things to watch, and I'm surprised it took me that long to get to it. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, and I think that's probably why it's a movie that was made for for pennies and made a bunch of money, so. Yeah, I mean, and it's a, a simple concept, and you can see it doesn't. It didn't require much of a budget. I'm, like you said, it's not like they're shooting on location. They were just driving up and down, you know, <laughs> the highways in California. the mm-hmm. The car designs are clearly, you know, like I said before, they could have done a lot more with them. I'm sure a lot of that was just budget and make it iconic. You know, don't make it overly, you know, complex. Um, and yeah, I mean the the cast in this; these are all people that went on to become huge. You now, Carradine had had some pull, I'm sure, but yeah, I well, think he was, he was on a you know, major, it. majorly uh, or a successful uh, series on a major network. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just ending that job. So, uh, yeah, and comes from a family of Hollywood royalty as well. Uh, There's so many of them. <laughs> There's so many Carradines. It's like the, it's yeah. like his own Frankenstein lineage. Yeah, maybe like they're just all the Carradines. Like that's uh, like do the Carradines they wipe have out like Keith a, and like that? So. Do, do the Carradines have like a, a I don't know like a Montague Capulet style beef with the Baldwins? You know the Scars Guards are off there in the side, and the Hemsworths are over here. And the Barrymores, and the, the Barrymores, and yeah. And the yeah. Olsons now. The Olsons. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. After the twins, we got Elizabeth. It's like the this generation of, yeah. That's kind of funny, though. Like that, could be a, that would be a funny movie, feuding Hollywood. I mean, what are you saying? There's nepotism in Hollywood? <laughs> no. 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 Never. Not equally. Never heard of such Not a equally thing. distributed among all the siblings. That's for damn sure. Unless you're the Scars Guards. For, apparently, there's all pound for pound talented in their own ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't say the same about all the Baldwins. No, no. no. In, in fact, in, the the no. Baldwins are like an amorphous. They're like a shoggoth of a family celebrity, a celebrity family. You know, like they're just you know constantly it, morphing and changing. Like, who's the better Baldwin? You know what? You know, you know what I think of them <laughs> as. There used to be like an obvious look, answer. It's grayed since then. So yeah. Like, I I look at them as like when you're in like one of those like science fiction films where you see like the genetic like yeah. evolutions in each jar and you see like oh see they're perfecting the the cloning process each stage that's how i view the baldwins um whereas I mean, the carotines how... like the carotines carrot carrot teens apparently is now yes. the new name for me um 
Which I didn't know one of the brothers was also in fucking Revenge of the Nerds. It didn't click yeah. for me. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, they just made them chameleons uh, of different genres. Mm-hmm. Of all sorts. <laughs> you know? They're, like, more clever, cleverly, like, scattered without. It's just like, huh, yeah, you know what? You find out, like, of course, of course you are one of these. It's kind of the, the, scar- the scars guards are like that, too. Yes. Yes, you they know? are. They just keep popping like up in things and i don't even know how many there are now I and mean, i feel like this is that monty python sketch where everybody's turning scottish everybody's becoming a scars guard <laughs> and you know god i got a craving for black licorice all of a sudden yeah, pull off my face and you you know i'm a scar are, are there like five of them how many scars guards are there things like 19 I, i'm aware of the, the yeah there i mean i still in scars guard obviously and i know two of his sons by name like i i could picture them as actors but i think there's there's like three or four of them so yeah like yeah because i know there's one on the show vikings and then there's one in that new movie the north well it's not brand new but the northman um yeah different you know, viking it's, different yeah. skarsgård yeah <laughs> yes. different, different viking different skarsgård and then I yeah just... it is a pennywise from the new it oh movies, yeah is yeah Scarsgard. We've now had two Scars Guards in the Marvel Universe then. Because he also voiced uh, the Eternals main bad uh, that everyone forgot about. The one CGI monster. And his dad is the, of course, uh, the in Thor. Yeah. He's the main mm-hmm. scientist from the Thor movies. Wow, we really got off track. Let's yeah. Let's anyway. fucking re- let's, so, let's this and any, end it. Have any final <laughs> thoughts about... Uh... <laughs> Death Race 2000. We, or Scars we, Guards, I guess. Yeah, we machine gun Joad off tracked here. Like, yeah. we find ourselves just mowing down Scars Guards down Yeah, we just mowed down <laughs> Scars Guards. Jesus Christ. More like Baldwins, let's be honest. We're um, going for the Baldwins. Yeah, I guess I'll jump in with it. I, yeah. This is one, yeah, it, it's never been one that I was, like, super eager to, to seek out, or else I think I would have. Um, but it was one that was always, like, on my list of, oh, yeah, I should see that because I know it's this cult classic. Um, I'm glad I saw it. I, I, it's not that I wouldn't watch it again. I just, it, uh, I think I saw it at the wrong time. I think I saw it, like, I should have seen it 10, 15 years ago. Um, but no, the performances are fun. You can tell everybody's, like, nobody's taking this shit too seriously. Um, you know, especially with, like, the puns and stuff like that. It's a very dark comedy that I don't think that style of dark comedy you'd see made anymore today, like I said, unless it's maybe trauma or full moon. Um, but overall, yeah, I think it's, it's a fun movie. You just can't take it too seriously. And nowadays it's hard not to do that. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually, I'd give it like a B minus. It's, it's, it's hokey and corny, but fun and interesting enough. It definitely keep, kept my interest. So. Right. You're right. I, our famous phrase on the podcast, I'm going to mirror a lot of what he just said. Um, no, I, I, I think the line has sucked out what Joe mentions, like, having the frequency in which one sees this. I would say, like, I did see this a long time ago, and it was after I saw the, the original, sorry, not original, the remake Death Race, um, and then this came on, on, I think it was, like, a Stars channel, of course, it always is with me, and I, like, realized, like, oh, that was a that was a remake this is the original um 
and that was like over, well over 10 years ago i think this is a movie that you could probably watch like once a decade uh if you haven't seen it i think see it because i think it's a good gateway to like of a certain type like it's it belongs up there is something to see as like cult classic films uh you can get something out of this it's not entirely empty but you're not going to get more than what you get and it's honestly fine like it's not anything that really pissed me off i can say um this is a straightforward 70s exploitation film like that deals with mm dark themes that still fucking go on to this day as we fucking talked about which is horrifying but that's humanity for you um but i would i'd say i'd probably get this a c plus i feel like b minus i was thinking b minus but i think c plus honestly for me this time around i agree you kind of have to see this a lot younger unless this is this i think this really does strike like certain people but for a general group I'd say it's like see it at least once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and a lot of those thoughts I think are, are totally relevant. I I had a lot of fun with this movie and enjoyed. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I, although it's it's about a lot of stuff that you know, this dystopian future kind of stuff that could could be taken very heavily. I don't feel like this movie treats it with a whole lot of heaviness. It's just kind of a a setting Fair. there, so it didn't yeah. feel as heavy as as you know something like that is you know kind of dystopian drama earlier you brought up the handmaid's tale something like that um this was just kind of trashy fun at kind of at its best like this is like classic uh you know new world corman um i don't know definitely like you said it's a gateway movie and anybody who is you know into kind of alternative cinema or cult cinema or wants to get into it this is certainly a a good starter movie. I don't know why it took me this long to see it, but I think this would be a good place to start, especially since there's some, there's some Hollywood faces here to kind of act as a gateway into the, into this yeah. world. The um, fact that Stallone you know, is in this is fascinating. Yeah. 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 And in a few years after this, he's, you know, an, a national star, you know, in, in, in pretty much has been a name star ever since for better or worse. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it manages to be uh, violent and kind of trashy and uh, a very dark comedy, but never be incredibly mean spirited. It's actually kind of a light movie in a way, which is crazy. But um, I don't know. I, I was laughing and had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's probably going to come in a little higher. I'm not sure I could give this like an A plus or anything. It certainly has, you know, it's 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 of its type of movie. This is a B movie for sure. Uh, you know, kind of like, like like Roger Corman said from the get-go, they they designed this thing to act as a competitor uh, to to Rollerball to make some money off of that. <laughs> you know, the studios uh, what they thought might be a big successful film. So um, yeah, it's probably not getting an A plus, but I'll give it a B plus. I had a lot of fun with it. I usually re- I usually review things more about upon my enjoyment of them than the actual you know quality uh, yeah. of of the film, but but of my experience of them and I. Yeah, I think a B plus is right where I'm going to go with that. So, I, I had a little. Uh, I didn't actually write it down because I <laughs> I wanted to digest it a little bit because I really had a lot of fun. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't A plus this movie. It's not an A plus movie. Yeah. Just <laughs> no. like you know. That's what makes me but, curious about the sequel. I'm like, yeah, because I hear it's it got some good reviews from like, certain fan bases. Hmm. It's just like, I maybe? I would definitely watch it based on my enjoyment yeah. of this one. So yeah. Well, we'd love to know, uh, obviously, what any of our listeners think of Death Race 2000, or have you seen the remake Death Race and its numerous sequels, or have you seen the 
supposedly direct sequel to this one. Uh, we'd love to hear any of your questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms, and you can direct those to the Video Junk Air Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or on Facebook at our main Video Junk Air Podcast page and Instagram, too. I always keep uh, forgetting to bring that one up. Um, but yeah, whatever you uh, write to us, we'll be happy to read, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And if you do like what you hear and uh, would like to help us produce the Video Junkyard Podcast, uh, head over to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast, and consider making a small donation. Got any money? In return for that small donation, you will have access to Patreon-only exclusive content and the power to vote in polls uh, that will help us decide what is uh, seen or what we are going to watch and then talk about here on the Video Junkyard Podcast. Um, one such poll just decided what we are going to watch through the entire month of July uh, which is coming up in the next uh, ne- over the next four weeks we're going to be watching uh, UHF in Bruges uh, Repo Man and The Last Starfighter so I hope you guys will uh, everybody come back and uh, join us for those and um, yeah consider voting in our next poll and becoming a Patreon subscriber of the Video Junkyard Podcast and we want to thank you once again for listening and if you've enjoyed it which I'm sure you have Please share around on your preferred form of social media. And until next time, this is the Video Junk Air Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. And I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Sysko saying, people might think you're cute, but me, I think you're one very large baked potato. Have a good night. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but... Having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast, on Twitter at video junk pod, and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast, all one word. Want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard.